Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Alive. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in, but the cream rise to the top for oh you. Yeah. In the Oakland Racing Casino and Resort Studios. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. All right, 707 Morning Mayhem. Welcome back, everybody. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, Josh Neighbors in studio with you today. If you want to call in, the phone number is 661-1037. You can also reach us on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line at 501-661-1037. Kyle, great to have you in here, as always. You guys, you and RJ have done a great job keeping this train on the tracks, which is easier said than done. I don't know. Morning Mayhem seems to uh, derail often when RJ and I are in here. Well, we, sometimes we get off the topic show, a little too easily. The show is sometimes at its best when it does derail just a little bit. I think that's sort of the normal course for this show. But Possibly. You guys have done a great job. All right, thank you, Kyle, as always, for being in here. So whenever somebody says something as accurate as what Kyle... Was I off? No, you're on. I just was turning your mic up a little bit. Uh, I wish I had a bell in here, so when somebody says something as accurate as Kyle just said, I can ding-ding, because that is correct, Kyle. Sometimes the show... Is at its best when it's off the rails. That's true. You know, when you're playing match game and things go Hand right, pump. you can't even hear it. You, you guys even you survived Razorback Graffiti yesterday. We Ra- did. Razorback Graffiti. We we did. We uh, did. That, that that was fun. All right, let's go to uh, San Dustin and join our friend Trey Shap, who is down there covering the SEC meetings. And also, we're going to hit Trey here. Uh, we'll hit his liner. We'll hit the sponsors on the way out. Okay. The All right. Here. Sounds so good. Let's go ahead and go straight to Trey. Trey, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Thanks for asking, as always. Um, got to talk with you yesterday a little bit, Trey. We're going to play some sound here. Trey sent in a ton of sound from uh, the SEC meetings down in Sandestin, and typically these are kind of run-of-the-mill, Trey, but uh, the last couple of years, I know that there were some some coal starting to uh, to burn last year on this, and now it looks like uh, there's there's some flames to this eight or nine game schedule. But it, it seems like half the league is still trying to put them out. What have you garnered after yesterday's meetings and talking with some of the coaches and uh, and league office executives? Well, it, it seems like that the football coaches might be playing a little coy because they're not really saying a whole lot. And when you ask them, well, what did you guys talk about in your room and and some of them have said that the, the gambling issues, the NIL, the transfer, that was more of an issue than the eight or nine game schedule. Now that could be because the commissioner went in there and said, look, we're, we're going to make a decision. Here's what it's going to be. And you're just going to have to like it. Or it could have been that they really didn't talk about the eight or nine game schedule. And if they're going to, you know, kick the can down the street, so to say, it's going to be on upon them, uh, sooner rather than later, and they're going to have to make a decision because um, if they're going to be at the forefront of college athletics, like the commissioner says uh, they are, then I think they're going to have to expand a a nine-game conference schedule at some point. And one of the main reasons, guys, that they don't want to make a decision right now is they want to see how the college football playoff, the expanded college football playoff, sets up um, because they want to make sure that you know, Hugh Freeze was a coach that said, hey, what if I lose that third game now that we're playing nine games? Would that still be enough to, to get me in because of the tough schedule that we play compared to other Power Fives? And so I think that's one of the main sticking points. You know, come on, they're not talking about the nine games because I think it's a given it's going to happen, right? I mean, it's, I agree with you. It, I agree that, with that's, you not even, that's not even a, a question, Trey, right? I mean, you, you, well, you but, expose well, more of your but, product. And you ask right. for more in TV revenue. Right. Well, but TV revenue, not right now, because ESPN has said that we're not going to give you any more revenue 
on this current deal. Now, once a new deal comes out, then yes, they will be able to get more revenue, but ESPN is not prepared to give them more revenue um, because they're just going to expand to nine games. If, if ESPN said, yeah, we'll give you another extra however many million dollars for going to nine games, they would do it next year. But apparently ESPN's not prepared to do that right now. Trey Schaap joining us right now on the Little Rock, on the Hodges Glass, Little Rock Glass hotline. Trey, yesterday gambling was brought up by Greg Sankey, and we've got audio on that. We're going to play it in a little bit. But I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Is There's kind of this, this fine line, I think, having to be uh, tiptoed on by league offices um, because of the fact that the media rights that they all partake in, those media companies are so much in, sponsored at this point. And, and quite frankly, a lot of the content is coming to you from the big major corporation, big major gambling companies. And they're talking about some of the issues, some of the, some of the red flags they've seen with it. How are they, how are they juggling that where a lot of the sponsorship money is coming in from gambling services and sites and trying to figure out how to make sure you don't have an Alabama baseball situation again? Yeah, that's a good question, Chris. And I think uh, it pertains to the fact that you've got NCAA rules that prohibit athletes from gambling on NCAA championship events. So, for instance, uh, the lacrosse championship that just took place uh, on Monday with Duke and Notre Dame. They could not gamble on that event. Now, horse racing, they can go to Oakland. They can go and gamble. They could go to the Kentucky Derby if they wanted to. And they could bet on horse racing. If they want to go play blackjack, they can go play blackjack. It's not an NCAA-sanctioned sport. So if it's an NCAA-sanctioned sport that the NCAA sponsors, that is where the line is drawn. And so we saw that with the baseball situation. And Commissioner Sankey said there are 36 new states. When you add Nevada and New York, who are already allowed gambling, that have opened up their states to allow gambling. So it's out there. Um, And like you said, there's a lot of uh, sponsorship dollars that come in. I mean, just look at at Arkansas. I mean, they have Oaklawn and they have Saracen Casino Resort that uh, sponsor um, parts of the athletic department up there through the foundation because they they have their signage. They have their advertisements running. So um, it is a touchy subject, and it's one that uh, Kirby Smart said there needs to be more um, – more discussion on they need to have more meetings they need to have more education of their student athletes on here's what you can do here's what you can't do and that takes time and they only get these players for a limited amount of time and most of these talks take place in the off season which is the summer as we all know all right we got some sound yesterday this uh this went viral, and, and I think it's important to play the sound because some of the text maybe was taken out of context. The full clip, The yeah. full clip, not just the, the one-liner that Ross Dellinger tweeted. <laughs> and, that was, that was hold on. okay. So, hold, yeah, on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's hear, the, before we dissect what happened yesterday, and not just with Eli Drinkwitz, but also with Nick Saban, let's go ahead and hear the full clip of Eli Drinkwitz talking about NIL. Actually, Deion Sanders had a really good quote the other day talking about young men are uh, joining a business, but we want to treat them like kids. Um, we're giving guys 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year old life changing money. People are making more money in NIL than my brother in law, who's a pediatrician who saves lives. Uh, and we kind of do it cavalier. And we think that there's not going to be any side effects or there's not going to be issues. I mean, um, there's information out there. There's bad actors out there always trying to make a dollar. They're involved um, in running around campuses trying to g- gather information. Like I, I think it's probably gonna, it's going to become one of the key issues uh, that we face in our locker rooms. I mean, the NFL's faced it more high profile than I've seen it uh, in the last 15 years in the recent you know two years. So I think it's more prevalent because there's more money involved, um, and everybody's looking for a quick way to make a dollar. Um, and so, 
you know, I've been known to play blackjack myself. So, you know, I don't. It, it's a tough deal. And like I said, the, these young men are getting a lot of money. That is uh, a lot right now. And there's not uh, other than trying to hand out advice um, and provide some parameters to it. You know, we talk about in, in recruiting. You, you recruit your own problems. You know, with this NIL situation, we've created our own problems in college sports. All right. That, so that's the full clip. <laughs> there, there's Ross, some context there. Ross Dellinger it's, just tweeted out the first part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was really unlike him. I didn't think that was the most the most fair thing that I've seen Ross yeah, do. Ross Dellinger is a SI uh, college football Usually reporter. Very fair. He's very thorough. Yeah, I actually had an article yesterday we're going to talk about uh, with NIL and just kind of laid out the landscape of Trey, you got to talk with Eli and uh, and took the temperature <laughs> of the room after that was released. You don't have to say everything, but uh, kind of give us <laughs> give us what yeah, happened after so, that when that went viral. What was going on down there in those meeting rooms after that clip started circulating? Well, I'm not sure what was going on in the meeting rooms, but as I was leaving the hotel yesterday, I passed Eli Drinkwitz and, and we kind of chatted for a little bit. And he, I said, "Well, it looks like you've been doing damage control all day." He goes. Man, that Ross Dellinger, and then I can't tell you exactly what he said after that because uh, Josh would have to hit the dump button a couple of times. But let's just say he was not happy with uh, what Ross did. And then, of course, three hours later, Ross put out the entire quote. Eli Drinkwitz put out the entire quote to give it some context. So, yeah, he he was not happy that the one part that's pulled out. I mean, it's the he was the first coach to speak yesterday too to the media. And here he is shooting off like that, and it just goes viral. And it, I mean, he got attacked from all angles. You make six million dollars a year, and you're six and six in the league. I mean, it just it, it blew up like uh, <laughs> like an atomic bomb. Basically. Yeah, glad to see you're going to take less money than your brother-in-law or whatever, who's a pediatrician <laughs> yeah. who's actually saving lives. <laughs> right, right, Kyle, exactly. All right, so Nick Saban also yesterday. It's fine, Josh. Yeah, we don't have to play his clip, but I will tell you, Saban was talking as well. And, well, when Nick Saban talks, everybody listens. He's kind of the... I'm consistent with prior options, but we're going to... Huh? Yeah? What was that? Was that the one? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't believe that was it. Um, Saban was talking... That was not Nick Saban. No, it wasn't. Um, it was a question. Saban was talking, though, and, and here's here's just part of one of the quotes he had. Okay, He favors an NFL model for college football. He said, if you're going to do it, unionize it. This is his quote. Unionize it. Make it like the NFL. Make it the same for everyone. Everything they do for the NFL is to create parity. If they have a team, if they have every team at 8-8 eight and eight going into the final week of the season, the NFL would love it. Now, that was on a bigger picture. He was also saying some other things that people, look, this is how they do it, right? You cherry pick little parts of a quote in order to, um, you know, push out a narrative or make it seem like, you know, this coach is being hypocritical because Nick Saban makes almost double or than what Eli Drinkwitz <laughs> makes at $11 million a year. And he was saying yesterday... And, and quite frankly, should make triple. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, as far as the, the attention and, and what he's done for the value of the University of Alabama, absolutely, and what he, the platform he has established and put them on. But, Trey, whenever these coaches get up there with those high salaries, Josh and I were talking about this, and, and I just wasn't sure. What's your take on it? Is there sometimes a blind spot for these coaches, or is it is it a disruption of the power structure in college football where they're seeing these guys? I mean, Nick Saban said yesterday, this isn't why I got into coaching, or one of them said that. You know, this isn't why I, got, I, I wanted to coach this. Well, while they may have, on the front end, maybe not made a lot of money, we hear that all the time at the Burroughs Award. You know, they were making $15,000 a year, and this was in 2010, you know, and, and, and living doing in the, the dorms, laundry. doing the yeah. laundry. Yes. I mean, they certainly have earned their stripes. They certainly have, you know, paid their dues. But to go from that to six, seven, eight plus million dollars a year, I mean, what 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 was your take yesterday, Trey, on, on just some of these coaches talking about NIL and, and, and their ability to maybe read the room a little bit as they make way more than the average American citizen, especially well, pediatricians and, who don't make enough, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think we have to look at it in, well, this is what the market is for these coaches. And I know we all get upset when we see a coach that gets fired and all of a sudden you got to pay him a huge buyout. Um, it, it happens in major 
college sports nowadays, especially the three major sports. Uh, you know, if you don't have a, a a cause to fire someone, then you're going to have to pay them. I mean, Mike Anderson has filed a lawsuit against St. John's because he believes that he was fired without cause just to make room for Rick Pitino to come in and coach um, uh, the Red the Red Storm. The Redman, the Red Storm, yeah. Trying to get my mascots right. <laughs> but when when Nick Saban talks, when Kirby Smart talks, they're calculated. They know exactly what they were saying. And Nick Saban, one of his responses yesterday was he, he was asked a question, and I believe I sent the answer back. He was asked a question about everything that has gone on in Alabama in the athletic department. He is basically the figurehead of that athletic department. He's not the athletic director. That's Greg Byrne. But you look at the Brandon Miller situation with basketball. You look at the gambling situation with baseball. They had to fire their head coach. And here, everybody wants Nick Saban to comment on it. And Nick Saban said, look, we have built a brand at Alabama. Roll Tide is a brand. He goes, I was in Italy a couple of weeks ago, and I got rolled tied on the Amalfi Coast. I got rolled tied at the at the Formula One plant. I got rolled tied everywhere I went, on the elevator, in hallways. He said, it is a huge brand, and you have to realize that you're part of that brand and you're representing that brand, whether you're a player, a staff member, head coach, assistant coach, you're representing that brand, and you have to do things the right way and apparently, when he's asked about, you know, like he went and talked to the basketball team during the Brandon Miller situation. Um, so he was trying to put out the fact that, look, you have to represent the brand. And, I mean, like the Razorbacks. I mean, that hog is an iconic brand for the University of Arkansas. Sam Pittman, Eric Musselman. Mike Neighbors, Dave Inhorn, they all have to represent the university in a positive way. And when it's not represented in a positive way, then you get bad publicity. And that's something that Nick Saban was having to deal with. And he's the football coach, but I think he also realizes with his success has come the building of the brand, and now he is basically the figurehead of that athletic department. So, Trey, when these coaches say they're talking about NIL, apologies for the broad question here, but what exactly do they hope to accomplish? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I think they would like to have it be a level playing field because you look at Arkansas, and they got ahead of it, specifically in the legislation of the state, to where you know NIL can be funneled through different channels to where it will help you. There are some states that won't allow that, um, and they want a level playing field. Uh, Texas A&M is trying to come up with um, their 12th man plus, if you will, that's it, outside of the 12th man. It's an arm of the 12th man, which is their foundation, but it would be 12th man plus to where they could use that arm to funnel money to athletes. And... It's getting to the point where a student athlete in recruiting, Kyle and Chris and Josh, is like, well, how much money can I make here? How much are you willing to give me an NIL for me to come play at your university? And that's what the coaches, I think, in talking with them, don't really like because they would like it to be more based on, well, you're a great player. Here's what we can provide you but it's the same amount that any other place can provide. But it's not the SEC that's going to regulate this, right? No. Well, so no. I mean, they, they, they would like to see Congress act on it, but Congress doesn't have time right now to act on that. Well, that's why these state legislatures have put in these provisions. And they're all different. Yeah, exactly. exactly different. Yeah. Yep. And that's, and that's, that's where, and they put in the provisions to essentially protect the universities in the state from their governing bodies, like the NCAA and the SEC, to make it to Correct. where they have the, you know, the backing of their state legislature and say, well, this is state law, and state law, you know, is ours, and you don't have to abide by it because you're not in our state. But how do you see this moving forward? Is is Greg saying? I mean, because SEC membership is key, you know, is 
how how much power does Greg Sankey have in this situation in terms of creating a, a centralized r- structure to where league members have to abide by or else blank? If he even wants to do that. I, I, well, I understand that, yes. Because you want to also advance your league beyond the others. So you have to consider, well, what if other states in the North start doing this, you know, in the Big Ten or out West or maybe the Big 12? I mean, the Big 12 has some, but I guess, with Texas. Thing. but. He- Greg Sankey doesn't have power over over the state legislature. No, of course, of course. And so, but he does have power over so membership. He has he some theoretical power there, of course. Yeah, well, right. He, influence, I would say, yes. more influence. But over membership, yeah, but doesn't I, he have power over membership? Well, he has power over the membership of the SEC. But if uh, if let's say Arkansas allows one thing and the state of Florida does not, then he can't go to the state of Florida and say, "Hey, I really need you to change this because." you're the only state that doesn't do it, or you in South Carolina and Georgia don't do it. I need you all to change it so that you can get in line with the others. I don't think he has that power. I don't think. I know he doesn't have that power. Well, I mean, the influence would be him, it. Yeah, right. But, but would, would, would they go and vote? That's the bigger question. Well, And if, here's the thing. You look at Florida, they've only got one school. I mean, you've got Florida State that's a member of the ACC. You've got Miami that's a member of the ACC. You've got UCF that's a member of the Big 12. So if you do it for one, you do it for all. I mean, the state of Arkansas, yeah. I mean, Arkansas State, Little Rock, Central Arkansas, UAPB, they're all under that that umbrella, so they can all play with the same rules that the University of Arkansas at Fayetteville. They just don't have the money that the University of Arkansas at Fayetteville does. All right, Trey, final thing, biggest takeaway moving forward. Yesterday you asked, I think, a pointed question about, uh, you know, where are we? The plane was circling, right? And you said, when does it, when does it land? What, what, was, what was the response when, what, given? I, I think I asked the commissioner, if it doesn't land soon, when does it run out of gas? And his response? His response was, well, when Missouri – when. Texas A&M first came in, we changed and adjusted. Then Missouri came in, we changed and adjusted. And he said, we still have some time. There are reserves in the wings, but we need to make a decision soon. All right. So how soon? Who knows? All right, Trey. Thanks for joining us, buddy. We appreciate it. Uh, Do we have Trey Sounder before we go? Coverage of the Southeastern Conference Spring Meetings from Sandestin, Florida, is presented by Blackman Auctions. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. And in part by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. All right, Trey. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Good job. Thanks, Trey. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Trey Schapp, live from Sandestin. All right, we'll go ahead and... uh take another break we'll come back after this we're going to dive into an nil story yesterday and we talked about it briefly but ross dellinger kind of laid out the landscape of it and and trey mentioned it briefly a couple of different states but there are some interesting notes in there about essentially being able to use nil tax deductible funds or, or use your money for nil tax deduction we'll go over that next Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. We are just one day away from the start of the 2023 NBA Finals. It will be the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are the eight seed out of the Eastern Conference. They defeated the Boston Celtics in seven games, the Conference Finals, to get here. The Denver Nuggets, on the other hand, are the number one seed out of the Western Conference. They swept the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals to get here. Right now, according to ESPN, the, the odds have the Nuggets as an overwhelming favorite. Right now, the series price is the Nuggets minus 380. The Heat are plus 300. Game one of the series is Thursday night. The Nuggets are an eight and a half point favorite. The game is at 7:30. You can catch it on ABC. Finally, a quick odd story out of college baseball: teams in the Kentucky Regional might have to stay in Kentucky dorm rooms because of the Railbird Music Festival happening in Lexington. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. 
Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Looks like afternoon highs topping out right around 90 degrees the next few days. Mostly sunny today, humidity still low, and tonight's low down to 67. We'll do the same thing again tomorrow, then small rain chances by Friday. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Big news, half-price sushi at Benihana's. That's right, half-price on a special selection of sushi rolls at Benihana's. Come get them. It's time to put your pedals to the pavement for the 20th annual Car Tie Tour de Rock on Saturday, June 3rd in North Little Rock. Hit the road and race Tour de Rock as you select from 25, 50, 62, 80, or even 100 miles. Following the ride, celebrate with great food, good music, and fun at the after party. All proceeds benefit Car Tie and the cancer patients of Arkansas. To register or for more info, visit CarTie.com. Roger Scott for Oakland Racing Casino Resort. Every day at Oakland offers entertainment. From the daily casino promotions in the 24-7 smoke-free casino to the live entertainment that happens at Oakland. You'll never have a dull moment at Oakland. And although the live racing season is over, racing fans can still enjoy watching simulcast racing from around the country year-round at Oakland. To view all the casino promotions, please visit Oakland.com. Oakland has elevated the dining experience with the additions of the Bugler and the Oak Room and Bar. If you haven't been to either one of them, shame, shame, shame. The Bugler is the perfect combination of upscale dining and casual elegance, and it offers an array of American cuisine, including steaks and fish. The Oak Women Bar offers a great dining experience as well. You already know that. Great food and a stunning bar room. Now, escape to the ultimate retreat, and you can focus on your well-being at the Astral Spa at Oakland. Your visit to Astral Spa will leave you with a profound sense of relaxation and rejuvenation. Make reservations at 501-363-4670, or you can go oakland.com. Oakland, Arkansas's only casino resort. Randy Rainwater here for Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Are you looking for a Kubota, zero-turn mower, tractor, excavator, or track loader? Stop by Hennard's and let them help you pick what meets your specific need. Selling and servicing Kubota equipment since 1991. Stop and see my friends at Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy or call 501-268-1987. Hennard's Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway in addition to their Russellville location. Get up to $75 cash back when you bundle Pool Life Pool Chemicals and they also have plenty of pool toys. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Welcome back to Morning Mayhem in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studios. Here is David Basil, Roger Scott, and Justin Moore. everybody in the NFL is to create what parody parody so and if they could have everybody going into the 17th week of the season at eight and eight that would all right that was Nick Saban parody in college football right now long clip yeah, I was about to say, is that it? <laughs> it, was long, it was a longer clip than I thought it was. Hey, welcome back. Morning Mayhem, 735 is your time. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, Josh Neighbors, and uh, Justin Moore going to be joining us here in just a minute. Is Justin you on this morning? Uh, I don't hear him yet. He's supposed to be joining us in just a little bit, but when Justin gets on, we'll let you know. That was Nick Saban at uh, SEC Spring Meetings down in Sandust in Florida. We just had Trey Schapp on. We'll post that audio in just a minute. 
on our social media pages, and we'll post a little bit later in, cl- in case you missed uh, what Trey was talking about. Not just the eight, nine game schedule, I think it's a lot of the talk, but yesterday, uh, most of the attention was going to some of the football coaches who spoke, including Eli Drinkwitz, Nick Saban, who were speaking about NIL, which is a, an interesting subject for these coaches to touch on because, you know, <laughs> we talked about this, Josh, in the break, and Kyle, I think you'd agree. If you're a Power Five football coach, and the topic of NIL is brought up, what should you say? What do you think, Kyle? You, uh, what do you think? What should you say? You you better say the, the, to, to the a microphone In a microphone, what should you say? You are speaking to recruits at all times, and so you always stick to that. Now, deep down, do they feel that way? Doesn't matter. Not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter is right. But this article that you brought up earlier, you know, I think, I don't know if there's a lot new in there, but I think one thing Ross Dellinger does is he, he has a tendency to sort of anonymously find, find anonymous quotes that tend to just go straight to the heart of what's going on. You know, where he gets an anonymous SEC coach or official or whatever it was to say, in essence, we are money laundering. <laughs> what a quote. That's the headline. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's immediately the, one the headline. The yes. Hello. One yeah. SEC athletic director describes the situation in blunt terms. Quote, let's be honest. We're all money laundering. <laughs> He's not wrong. No. To a certain degree. To a he, certain degree. He he is not wrong. Um this is the see and this is the the quote that got me. Um or not the quote, but just Ross Dellinger from SI, if those those who haven't read the article yet, um, he laid out the the world of NIL yesterday. This is something that I wanted to talk about with RJ, but he was a little he didn't really want to discuss it at the time. You know, he's in the state legislature. They're involved with... with I think he's involved. He's involved mm-hmm. with, with, with dealing some of this NIL stuff, and I understand that, and, and, and I appreciate his honesty in that. But this is, to me, we talk about the two biggest changes in college football. When you hear about college football these days, people are talking about, you know, when you complain about the sport, it's, it usually revolves around two things. It's, it's the transfer portal and NIL, right? NIL, I would argue, is not as big of a shift as the transfer portal only because NIL has, I mean, to many, been happening forever. It's just been hidden. It's been around for as long as college football. Yeah, there weren't speaking engagements there, tied there, to uh, right, you were making money. Right, no, you, there were just a lot of bagmen running around. Yes. So now, in the world of NIL, it's out in the open, and sometimes the dirty st- when the dirty laundry is aired and you see that college athletics wasn't always the pure you know, student-athlete sport that you thought it was, it can be a little unseemly. It's, it's a hard pill to swallow, and I understand that because you, want, you don't want to think about the fact that, oh, there's a bunch of guys out there making a whole bunch of money unless you're watching the NFL or professional sports, and which is the most popular sport in America, by yeah, the way, but think, that's another note. I think people have a tough time connecting something like we hear Brady Slavens and Hannah Gamble on here every single week, right? Right. And it's great to have them, and we're really glad they do that. And it's cool they get paid for that. It's good to, oh, this kid's just switched his commitment again, uh, and it seems like he's doing it for nefarious reasons. So I think kids, I think people have a tough time connecting that those two things you know, are the same. They don't want that to be the same thing. They feel different. Well, them. it's the old, whenever your school's doing it, we're doing it the right way, right. and everything's fine. But when another school's doing it, there's something nefarious over there. I do think, and I, I for the record, I'm on the stance of, NIL doesn't bother me as really it doesn't. The transfer portal, I, I do think, has gotten a little out of control. Um, they just but, need a calendar for it. Yes, and I, 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 but I think NIL to me, it's 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 bringing everything out in the open. It's it's really establishing what collegiate sports really have always been at the top. But I think it's offering opportunities to others who haven't been afforded them. You know, I don't, I, I think having Hannah Gamble on is outstanding. I think having guests on that this that this show and other shows typically wouldn't have historically is outstanding. It's good to open up our eyes into the world of other sports other than just the ones we tend to focus on, which in this state are men's basketball, baseball, and football. But I, do, I, I will tell you this as someone who my business model is predicated on, in the solar industry, commercial solar is predicated on tax benefits. I love tax benefits. I think they're amazing. And I'm glad to help those that have that kind of need and, and want offer them. But there are now, there are collectives that are offering tax-deductible NIL deals. And I just think that's when it, you start to get a bridge too far. When you're paying for players with tax-deductible... I'm a fan of tax deductions. 
But I do think we, in the world pro, of college sports, tax I, but I do think there's a line. And, it, and, and once you start crossing that line, and I think that's also why there's been some alarms about this. Why other states are like, whoa, 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 this isn't fair. And why some coaches and, and athletic directors are waiting to see what happens with IRS codes. And there's, there's layers to it now. When you start getting into IRS funding and government funding and, and creating tax-deductible NIL funding, that's when you're, you're going to get more people start to raise some concerns and go, okay, how far are we going to push this? And the, and the answer to that is as far as possible. Because let's be clear, it's, it, to me it's great you want to get paid for doing stuff. That's great, but let's be clear what's going on here. You're getting paid for doing stuff. You have to pay taxes on that. Yes. <laughs> That's how the world works. Which I also think it's an educational thing for the kids. It can be. That's Agreed. Good. Yes, this, this is it, right? This is, you're, you're getting a head start into employment. And that was another thing. And, and one thing I think you thought was super interesting about the article on SI was the employment aspect, Kyle. What did you find about that where... You were looking at, at whenever you hear Nick Saban say unionize it. Whenever you hear other coaches kind of echo that same sentiment. Okay, fine. Let's level the playing field and let's make it. Let's make it what it is. What'd you make of that in the employment aspect? Well, so the the gist of the article basically is these foundation moves that are separate from athletic departments bring athletes closer to employment status. So here's a quote. It has all the appearances of an in-house payroll system. This reflects how short-sighted schools are. Everybody's trying to outcompete the next guy, and they don't have a strategy for tackling the big picture. In the course of doing this, they harm their long-term interest in protecting the amateurism model. Now, roll our eyes a little bit in protecting the amateurism <laughs> model. Yes. But, We're still but, saying these things? Hey, student athlete, <laughs> student first, Kyle. We still saying these things? But but there is some there is a problem here that these that these schools are going to have to tackle because if you are paying athletes and you are paying them particularly at the rate at which maybe five to ten of your football players are receiving it you know enough to cause alarms in terms of salary here you you are reaching employment status I'm no employment expert here but it's the very legal definition seems to me of what an employee is. You are being paid for doing something. For a service that you are performing. For a service. Right. And, it's, and it's not the football, necessarily. I mean, you, you are receiving... I mean, in other words, they, they are shielding these payments as not for the football, even though they are. They, but if you define that as being for a service, and you have tendered your services for somebody else, it, that's the definition of, of being an employee. So you're off a very slippery slope here, and that's where the concern is, and that was sort of the, you know, the biggest alarm bells I think in the article. Josh, what'd you make of it? Yeah, the the employment conversation is very interesting. I mean, the idea that it's it's not for the football, but it is because you're notable because you play the football, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of the weird way to put it. You that. practice. You practice. The you football, watch film. You play the football. You you're, you're playing on People game day. People cheer for you. Catch yeah. the football. Well, let's put it this way: Would you be paid to go to that community service event if you weren't a football player? Right. And it's it's like I mean Patrick Mahomes. Why is he in an all state? Uh, you know the of course a, the commercial. It's because he's a, you know, the best football player on the planet. Right. Right. So I, that that part of it's that part of it's uh, interesting. But I think. I think the idea that people... It's so weird because there's still people who are uncomfortable with all of it. It's like, get used to it, people. It's, it's, it is not going anywhere. I think... In fact, it's, it's, it seems to be just pushing further. Like I right. said, how far can they push it? Yeah, They're going to find at out. At some point, though, Tennessee cannot shell out $8 million for a Nico and Malieva kid. Like they, that's just... How many times can you do that for a kid who's not played it down? How many times can you keep doing that? Because eventually the money will, will, will dry up. So I think this will all kind of naturally, uh, the market almost will take it, you know, kind of go where it's supposed to go. The SEC will be bigger than everywhere else, I think. But eventually this thing will kind of find where it's supposed to be, and it obviously needs some regulation from somebody, but there's really no governing body in college football right now. Yeah, and they're asking Congress to do it, like we mentioned in the last segment, which uh, doesn't seem to be happening anytime yeah, they've soon. They've got, got something much pressing. Yeah, they've got some other, yeah, they, some other right big now. stuff that, uh, that is going on. Um, let's see here. Uh, question on the text line. Do the students get any kind of financial teaching or guidance on how to handle the money? Are you guys aware of that, Kyle? Are you aware of that? Anything 
um, that you you know I think when some have schools, seen. I think when some schools sort of announced that they were jumping into this game, you know, what would it be two years ago now this summer? Is that right? Yeah. I think they announced something along those lines. Whether they've really followed through on that, I'm not really 100 percent sure. Um, but but I do think when they tr- when they it, schools initially jumped in on July one. 2021, I think is when it was, right? I think they tried to paint a rosy picture that we're going to teach these kids how to do it the right way. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm not sure exactly what the right, like, centralized messaging needs to be. I know the NFL has the rookie symposium, and they do a you know, as well as they can to help educate the rookies on handling their money. I mean, the, the 30 for 30 broke uh, episode, I think, kind of laid it out there that there is a huge mismanagement of funds once you get to the professional level, largely, you know, as, as you know, on the on the mass scale. On college, I'd imagine it's even worse. <laughs> I mean, you're years younger, uh, and, and you know, I mean, it, listen again. It's, it's great it's, that they. It's great that they're making it right. On the other hand, walk through the player parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> you walk. You made that walk. It's quite a little bit. better than what you and I drive. <laughs> Not mad about that, by the way. I think that's great. A hundred percent. As long as just saying. As long as they they structure it right and they've got the uh, the right guidance along the way, right? Don't pay for it in cash, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, someone writes in in Little Rock, North Little Rock. It's the same as Capital Smokehouse deducting its advertising cost to the bus to reduce their groceries. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. All right. 7.46 is the time. Morning Mayhem. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, Josh Neighbors holding it down. If you want to call in, 501-661-1037. You can also text us at 501-661-1037. We are streaming on Twitter and YouTube this morning, and I believe Facebook as well. And you can catch us on Twitter at 1037 The Buzz. We're back after this. Morning Mayhem. Time is six or 7.47. Hi folks, it's David Basil with me.
Folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dog Tour right here in Sherwood. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I got to go see the manager to talk to. And then you're going to be stuck there all day trying to figure out what the right price is. When you come to Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood, you're going to see our prices displayed on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see. Folks, there is no negotiating or haggling. Everyone gets my best deal. Look for the green tags. We'll give you the most for your trade-in. We need your trade-in. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood and let us show you a better way to buy. You'll get the best deal and I promise a hassle-free buying experience. Come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. What would you call a city that made $100 million a year off of gambling and prostitution? The FBI called it illegal, but here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, we just called it tourism. Enjoy the story of the great American spa told by the people who lived through it at the award-winning Gangster Museum of America, 510 Central Avenue in Hot Springs, 501-318-1717, or go to TGMOA.com. Brit Floyd, the world's greatest live Pink Floyd experience, returns to the theater at Simmons Bank Arena Friday, June 2nd at 7.30 p.m. to celebrate 50 years of the dark side of the moon. Featuring classic tracks such as Money, Time, Us and Them, and The Great Gig in the Sky, as well as many highlights from Pink Floyd's magnificent album catalog. Tickets are on sale now for Brit Floyd, a live Pink Floyd experience. Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway, in addition to their Russellville location. Get up to $75 cash back when you bundle Pool Life pool chemicals, and they also have plenty of pool toys. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. Big news, half-price sushi at Benihana's. That's right, half-price on a special selection of sushi rolls at Benihana's. Come get them. 
Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center. Hey, it's David Basel for Simmons Bank. You've heard me say over and over again how much I love being a Simmons Bank customer and learning about their amazing success story, starting with one little Pine Bluff Bank in 1903 and now celebrating their 120th banking birthday. They have become one of the fastest growing banks in America. 120 years in banking, that's a ton of experience. The reason Simmons Bank has been around for 12 decades is because they have a track record of helping people turn their goals into plans. And that's worth repeating. Simmons Bank knows how to help their customers turn their goals into plans. And they're ready to talk to you now, but first, they'll listen. Simmons Bank will guide you at every step. No matter what's next in your life, Simmons Bank wants to make financing the easiest decision you make. A personal loan from Simmons Bank could be the solution you need for large purchases like home improvement projects, wedding expenses, vacations, emergency expenses, or an automobile, boat, or RV purchase. Don't wait any longer. Let Simmons Bank help change your financial life life. All right, welcome back, everybody, into Morning Mayhem. Chris Kane hitting a button the wrong way this morning, so I apologize for that. For all those who have asked in, hey, what's going on over there? Hey, what's happening? Yeah, I know. It's like riding a bike, and sometimes you wreck or you forget how to turn the steering wheel, so that's essentially what happened. But thanks to RJ Hawk for calling in and and helping me out and making sure that... uh, I at least knew a little bit about how to get it back. I think most people wouldn't even know if you didn't say a thing. No, I think they did. I had a couple people say, what are you playing a whole Justin Moore song for? What are you? What's going on? Who's running the board over there? And you know what? They're, uh, they're right. It is, it is me running the board. I haven't done it in four years. Um, so it is a little bit different today. Thanks to David, though. Yes, a full Justin Moore spot. <laughs> well, that's because we're trying to get JM on. He's supposed to be joining us here momentarily, and once he does... Um, you know, we'll have Justin on and we'll get his thoughts on the SEC tournament as well as the regional. We're going to talk with Kyle about that. And also Stephen Davis is coming up in the next hour. Um, Pat Bradley going to be joining us as well in the next hour. Pat's going to be talking about NBA. We're going to talk about regional play coming up with Arkansas hosting in Fayetteville. So that's exciting. Big day today, too. Decision day for some Razorbacks. We'll ask uh, PB about that. Yeah, this is one of those days. And, and Mus uh, talked about this yesterday at the uh, SEC meetings. He's in meetings today. And so he's in meetings while players are making those decisions. He said, I know a few of them had some workouts yesterday, which, you know, you always just wonder if that's, that's what they're basing their entire decision on, right? Workouts and these scouts telling them yay or nay. We're I saw Debo was in Milwaukee, yeah. right? I mean, get some good feedback, you know, plus you sort of look at the, the, the tea leaves and the writing on the wall a little bit. Yeah, you have to, uh, you have to wonder about Devo with the amount of guards that they have coming in. You know, he's certainly always going to have a spot there on that roster, but as far as... As far as you, you think, okay, well, this affect my playing time when the importer nickname sticks for a reason, and they imported a ton of guards in this offseason. I think the second your eyes start to wander a little bit, too, Moss is looking to fill your spot, and that's his job, as he should. But you have to know that if you're going to look outside the program, what may happen to your roster spot. I'd love if Devo came back. Yeah, of course. I really would. Of course. But at the same token, if he gets if a, if a team really falls in love with with his playing ability and his style, and they can they can you know translate that to their their scheme, go for it, man. And there's a lot to love there. I mean, if you're if, if they tell you, hey, we're going to pick you, we got a few second round picks, we're going to pick you, go for it. Yeah. All right, morning, man. We come back. Pat Bradley joining us. We'll be back after this. Are you looking for an affordable way to create lasting memories with your family? Well, look no further than Kiko's Country RV in Cabot and Bryan. And now, we've taken it 10 steps further with Arkansas's only camper clearance lot, and it's in Mayflower. What does that mean? It means every unit on the lot will be sold at or below dealer's cost. That's right. You won't find lower prices on new campers anywhere in the state. And the best part? No commission to push your salespeople to 